Welcome back, listeners. This is Jack. This is Ryan. This is Frank. And this is Corey, and you're listening to The Only Podcast That Matters. So as you heard, Frank is a new contributor to our show. Hello. Did they hear that? Yeah. <laughs> or did he just heard. say, this is Frank? Yeah. <laughs> he just said, this is Frank. Yeah. Good job, Jack. Yeah. They're probably thinking, who's the, who's Frank? So I just corrected that problem. Yeah. <laughs> People have been replaced yeah. by Frank. Yeah. Welcome, Frank. Hi, Frank. Hello. Thanks for having me, guys. You're welcome. Frank, like us, is a big geek. Hence, GeekCast. Yes. Which is today's topic. Uh, more so, we went to, all the four of us went to Comic-Con, New York City Comic-Con, Indeed, over the we weekend. Did. And we had, I I knew I was going to have a blast because I've been to conventions before and I've always loved every bit of it. And I knew Jack would love it because he's a big nerd. Mm-hmm. And I knew Frank would love it. And the wild card was Ryan. He, <laughs> he was either going to absolutely sure. <laughs> love the whole thing or he was going to get driven out of his mind because of all the cosplayers and everybody else and... Hate it with a passion. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, even up to the point where we were about to get on the train, I still wasn't sure. Yeah, right. Like we were, we were, we were at waiting, Metro Park at the train station, and, and there I was saw already like cosplayers there. A couple of kids with like those Minecraft boxes on their heads, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle <laughs> this. Doing the Spider-Man costume and a Daredevil. I was like, like we're not even on the train yet, and, and I don't know if I can handle like, <laughs> the level of geek that's about to occur. I really don't know. You're right, <laughs> but surprisingly enough, you loved it. You right. were able to. You were able to keep out the cosplayers and. Yeah, just enjoy I mean, their time. A, a lot of them were very, very good. Like people came up with right. very, very good costumes, and that's the or part that I like. just did their costumes very well. And then others were completely half-assed and they looked really stupid. So you, you saw both ends of the the spectrum as far as that was concerned. Right. And they're all really nice, actually, because most yeah. people want to take pictures with everybody, and they're right. like, "All right, whatever." Yeah. yeah, like I've never been to a con before, so I didn't know how this works. But everyone seemed to be. Like a big family, even though there were tens yeah. of thousands of strangers there. And there, were, there was so much foot traffic, and right. people are in each other's way, but nobody was pushing, nobody was shoving, nobody right. was, get the, you know, cursing. But, yeah, what I noticed is that, like, basically, you knew you were just going to keep bumping into people all day long, so people didn't even really say sorry when right. that happened. Yeah, exactly. Like, after the first four or five times, there. you just, like, get tired of saying it, because you know you're going to continue bumping into people. Yeah. Because right. just, it's just so crowded. You're not like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, I almost bowled over this little girl once, and I apologize <laughs> for that. I turned the corner and walked yeah. right into her. Like, unless you knock someone off of their feet, you're just like, eh, whatever. People are just going to bump into you yeah, all day. excuse me, like, three times. Oh. Yeah. Well, actually, I have a little side story about walking into somebody. It's, it's, I was walking into a movie with, uh, with Natalie, actually. We were going to see The World's End. And it was really dark because the movie had just started. So we walked in there, and I was taking a look at the... Uh, the, the the screen. So I was trying to watch what's on the screen, so I wasn't really paying attention where I was walking. It was already dark. I walked face first into another man. Our faces collided. <laughs> really? <laughs> smacked his his face smacked my chin. And I almost knocked him over. Like if I didn't catch him, he would have fallen on his face. You caught him. Yeah. I caught him. Was it magical though for you? I didn't hurt at all, honestly. Surprisingly enough, no. It was. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, and he walked away. My face, <laughs> it's broken. And the, the funny part was, Natalie was standing right next to me. She didn't even realize that I walked into anybody because <laughs> it was so dark. Wow, that's pretty funny. Yep, <laughs> craziness. But I thought it was really cool at the uh, the con that like all these strangers were just stopping to take pictures with each other all day when they saw someone in a really cool costume, and everyone was like really receptive to it. They're like, yeah, sure, yeah. It was like I want a picture with uh, like I'm sure, Iron Man, or I want a picture with like right. some anime character. And I'm like, sure certain people had to stop like a hundred times that day to take pictures with yeah. people because they had just a badass costume on. Yeah, a lot of people I, put amazing effort into these things. Like I just went, I went as Tony Stark. Right. I had my face trimmed the other, uh, the night before by Andrew, mm-hmm. and then put on my arc reactor shirt. So Jack was an example of a half-assed cosplayer, yes. yeah. right? <laughs> Where I was just actually a dude in a Tony Stark shirt. But I, I wanted to play it off like oh, I'm semi dressed up, so right. it, it worked to an extent. But then there were other people. Somebody had a Tony Stark shirt, and it was lit up the arc reactor like underneath, and he had the actual shirt from the third movie. And I was like, oh well, that's effort. And yeah, didn't someone else wearing the same shirt compliment you? Yeah, some guy walked by, and was like, hey, nice <laughs> like, shirt. Hey, like, yeah, shirt. you too. <laughs> yeah, I did I get know. some. I, I got some Deadpool. Deadpool stopped me and I told me I had a good shirt. Yeah. I didn't see anyone else wearing it. It was just Deadpool wearing jumping through a window or something saying this this shirt gets the chicks mm-hmm. <laughs> there were a lot of deadpools there a lot a of lot. deadpools there's always there a, a lot of deadpools popular there's costumes. a lot of variations yeah. on deadpool also there was right. there was deadpools I, most people i saw were deadpools and doctor who 
Fifty oh, percent. Yeah. yeah. Now, Ryan. Now, let's, ja- let's Jack talk and I have this. been mistakenly referring to it as Doctor Who gives a fuck. <laughs> when actually, it seems that a lot of people do actually give a fuck about this <laughs> like show. Sixty percent of the crowd was Doctor Who fans. Now, somebody yeah. was a doctor. Somebody was a phone we, booth. Somebody was a robot. We thing, learned that was... this show has been around for about fifty years, and it just seems just now that it's getting to the height of its popularity. Like all of a sudden, there's the new show, right? Well, it's or, been going on for yeah, about it's, eight it's, years. Yeah, for, since there's 2005. A, well, yeah. So I don't, I don't Relatively know why. New. I don't know why. Like well, just in Frank. the last year, like it's been so popular. Yeah, like, hasn't it been? Like it's the, the yeah. Last year BBC's or so, like, expanded too. BBC's expanded into um, other uh, television stations and stuff like that. So like big cable well, they have BBC are one, two, and three, and right, four, yeah. and sixty-five, and yeah. like I had heard of it before, but it seems in the last year or so that it's just insanely popular, and I'm like, I, I don't. I don't yeah. get it. What, like, what is this about? Why I thought it was like Harry Potter so or something. It looked like Harry Potter. <laughs> like the first couple pictures I saw of him, it looks like Harry Potter, but then I saw the phone booth and everything else. And, right. And there's a parody there of people it dressed as phone booths, and I yeah. was like, I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I saw him. Like, hey, Ryan, can you see that? And he's like, oh. Well, to be fair, Frank here went to Comic-Con dressed as the Ninth Doctor. Right. right? Yes, yeah. I did. <laughs> so Actually, I got, co- I, I got a few compliments on it just because, like, there's only like a couple of us there who are like the ninth doctor, but like fifty percent of the cosplayers were like tenth and eleventh doctors, and they're like super right. popular. Right. I don't understand why the eleventh one is so popular. I didn't really like him. You know, I don't either. I mean, he's all right, but I like the ninth doctor the most. So what do these doctors do? What is this about? If you can give me, don't a think ER. They're not like an ER. <laughs> well, then I'm already like, out. <laughs> yeah, Jack doesn't want to hear Either it. Either Doctor Ross, Doctor ER. Green, or Doctor Carter. <laughs> it's actually really funny when you ask people and when people comment about Doctor Who and they're like, "Oh, you mean the doctor named Who? They think his name's Who." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> who? Um, well, the, okay. Story is uh, there's this. His species is Time Lord, and he um, he's the last of the Time Lords. And his name is just the Doctor. Like his, that's not his real name, but that's like his taken name, and nobody knows his real name. And he just travels around the universe, you know, saving people on different planets, and you know, just, so just also, having adventures. He also, he also yeah. travels through time. Yeah, okay. time and space. It seems Star Trekky almost. Very Star. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, kind of. Like, like I kind of parallel some. Like, it's BBC so version of Star Trek. Why have there been so many Doctors? Because they didn't want to do it anymore. Well, okay. Thing okay. is, the do- the Doctor. Um, First Doctor, Second Doctor, all the way up to the Doctor, it's the same character. They're all the same character. There right. have just been that many people um, to play it. The um the original the original actor for the Doctor was like I think he was sick or something and he didn't want to do the show anymore, but it was a pretty popular show, so they didn't want to keep doing it. And so they came up with this idea of regeneration when the doctor, you know, is getting ready to die, like he just turns into a different person, basically. His personality changes a little bit, but I mean he's the same person. So. Okay. But uh, back to Comic Con, I think that I, I was I was actually anticipating standing in line outside because that's what I've used right. to with the other con I went to is just standing around a line that wraps around the entire building. Yes. And uh, I guess if you got there early enough, I guess that's what you would be doing. Yeah. Uh, but we obviously got there like half an hour before the event opened, and I was surprised we actually got in. That quickly, I didn't. But then we were yeah, like we were in the building. We had, we had to wait in line, but it wasn't even that bad. It was right. Like we were, we were forty five minutes, maybe. Yeah, because well, we were there early. Yeah, and we were funneled into this lower big cha- area, which just had rows of metal fencing, and they piled probably forty thousand of us in there. And yeah. we stood there. And it was hot. It was very warm. <laughs> a lot yeah, because somebody didn't bring a backpack. Of course. <laughs> Corey brought a backpack, and I got to put my sweatshirt in the backpack, <laughs> yeah. while Jack and Ryan decided they didn't want to be cool, and they were too cool to wear a backpack, yeah, and I got to hold their the jackets the entire day. I just put mine in the bag with all my shit eventually, so yeah. I was fine. I wore my coat the entire day once we got upstairs. Yeah. I feel bad for your yeah, I, I wasn't well, sure they were going to allow the backpacks part of in my there, cosplay, so. so. Right. Well, your friend there kept taking his jacket off every two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Because he put his <laughs> backpack underneath it or something. <laughs> yeah, actually, that was, a, that was a pretty smart idea because it's a pretty small backpack, and you couldn't really you can really tell that it was no. uh, under there. Yeah, I wasn't really sure they were going to actually let backpacks in there. I didn't know what didn't the policy even check was my on that. Oh yeah, I know the security was so like 
Just yeah, and they had relaxes. a weapons check too. You'd think something like that. Well, they're expecting. Yeah. They, but see, that's the thing. Like the I other thought that sign was to, a joke. Like if people brought like play weapons in, no, they had to no, check no. them to see, you know, where that's part of their costumes. Right. Well, you can't bring metal weapons in. Like yeah, it said weapons check. I was like, this is is this like if you joke, buy like half sarcastic. Like if you buy a metal weapon there, like they sell the fake toy metal weapons, you have to bring it off premises immediately. You can't carry it around with you all day. Wow. So you have to take it out. So if you don't have anywhere to put it, you might as well buy it right at the end of the day or don't buy it. Right. But I started off the day. We decided we decided to uh, just go right into the vendor area, which is just the big main area of the whole thing. And immediately we were greeted with a huge South Park display. Yes. Which is pretty awesome. I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah. <laughs> Downtown South Park with a spaceship crashed into right. it. Right. It's promoting yeah. the uh, the South Park game, the Stick of Truth. Which um, I do want to play. <laughs> which, oddly enough, as much as I don't like South Park, it does look like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So I probably I'll probably play that as well, but then there's just booths and and tons and tons of vendors and toys and anime stuff and a lot of them were selling the same things, but you couldn't like that's the thing we stopped at pretty much every one. You, right. we, we were like I don't care what they're selling, well, I want to stop. What started yeah. off with me following around Jack and Ryan while they went from toy booth to toy booth to toy booth to toy that booth. That was the one and only reason yeah. I was we, convinced to come to this. Right. In 15 and, minutes. And, tons of toys. Right. And, and that and that's that was fine. That's yeah. that's one of the reasons a lot of people go to this this thing. And one of the first yeah. booths we went to was the exclusive Pop Doll yes. booth, yeah. which had tons of exclusives including the Deadpool exclusive for Comic-Con, right. which I did buy. And they they actually were selling the Stan Lee exclusive, but you had to either have tickets for it or get there immediately after the yeah. The they store were all on the floor and you said that sold out in like fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes, they were yeah, gone. Jesus! And they're selling on eBay for like seventy dollars right now. Already, already. keep in mind these the typical pop doll. Um, they're made by this company called Funko. And typical ones usually ten, eleven, twelve dollars. Yeah. So Anywhere this, you go this to. just came out and it's already selling for seventy dollars. Right. Because well, that's just the beginning. Well, they only made a thousand of them. Right. Total. So the limited run ones are, and anything that they discontinue right. are becoming more rare and more expensive. And they had a couple different besides Deadpool and Stanley. They had. Um, I remember they had a couple of metallic ones mm-hmm. for like the Ninja Turtles, which are sold right. everywhere, but like specifically here they had them. That was a Comic Con exclusive for San last Diego. Year? Yeah. San Diego. That was yeah. this year. Oh, San this, Diego. this year, right? The they actually, I found one of them on sale too. Mm-hmm. I almost bought it, but yeah. I didn't want a Raphael. If it was a Michelangelo, I might have bought it. <laughs> they had um, a lot of Walking Dead ones, but these right. Walking Dead ones, the typical ones they sell in the store, like Brian said, are ten, twelve dollars. They had them, but with blood spatter on them. Right. So it's the same figure, but with a different kind of paint. Right, and then, and then that gave them the that gave them the the privilege to sell it for twenty dollars each. Right, because some of them were exclusives. Like this one, but it's going to be worth Merle, much more. They had know, the Merle exclusive. They were limited to three thousand, also for right. each right. character. So I bought the Rick Grimes uh, version of that. I already had the same exact yeah. doll, and they fleck a, a few little spots of paint on them. But <laughs> well. It's worth more money. <laughs> so our first purchases, uh, Ryan actually completed, well, almost completed his Ghostbusters collection of figures and got Zool, right. the figure he's been looking yeah. for since Sigourney Weaver. last year's Comic-Con in San Diego, 2012. Right. And it came in an awesome package, and uh, it was really cheap, too, yeah. compared to what Amazon or any, anybody else was selling it for. You know, it's weird. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I found there, a lot of the toys I found were actually cheaper at the con than I, they would even be on Amazon. I'm surprised because a lot of times at cons, they jack up the prices just because, exactly. you know, you're there and they figure, you know what, you're here to buy toys, so right. you're going to pay the, the you're, you're gonna Some of them were more expensive. But some of them weren't. Yeah. Like, I even went to the websites of some of these places. I bought two figures for $20 each. Right. And I went to the website afterwards expecting it to be a little cheaper mm-hmm. on the website. They're exactly the same price on the website. Right. So I was surprised that most places were selling it for pretty reasonable prices. Yeah. So I, I bought a couple things for like 35 bucks a piece that are $50, $60 even on Amazon, which is usually one of the cheaper outlets to yeah. to buy, especially so toys. so sellers. And it, so it, I, that, I found that to be surprising throughout the day. So... Right after we started, we find we found a few toy places. I, uh, I walk around the corner of the first toy place just because they're in this little tiny toy place, and I just mm-hmm. couldn't get in there. So I'm wandering around, and I turn the corner, and right next to the booth that we're in the toy section, I'm looking over, and they're sitting at the table is Jerry the King Lawler, and I'm like, Jack, come over here right now. I'm like, what is it? Jack, come here. And I, I immediately got struck. Jack, like, oh my Jack's God. mouth just dropped open. He's like, oh, boy, I got to get a signature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I watch this guy on TV every week doing commentary. Like, I was, I was hesitant at first. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I got to go. I got to go meet him. You have to. I mean, yeah. he's right there, and he's going to sign f- signature. I mean, yes, you have to pay for it, but... 
he had you know, his own is... comic book series. He's he's right. an, he's an artist too. The picture I actually got from him, he drew himself. It was a picture of Triple H, The Undertaker, and Chris Jericho, his illustration. Right. And it was for $30. I got a picture with him, and he was a totally nice guy. He put the crown, like, um, his signature, he always has the crown, because he's been the king of Memphis wrestling since the 70s. That's his gimmick. And he was such a nice guy. I shook his hand, and it was just, it's surreal. Like, I get very starstruck very easily. And this was just like, oh my God, this is somebody I watch on TV every week, and I just yeah. shook his hand. And yeah, I mean, as, as much as I, I mean, I do enjoy wrestling, and as much as I don't, I don't enjoy it as much as obviously Jack does. It was still really fun to see some of these uh, older wrestlers there, like Sergeant Slaughter, uh, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. I saw uh, uh, downstairs next to Ernie Hudson's booth. I saw Tito Santana, Greg the Hammer Valentine, and uh, a guy who used to be called Brutus Beefcake, but his real name is Ed Leslie. And I actually saw, this is the second time I've seen Greg the Hammer Valentine because he went to the store I worked into seven years ago and I met him there. Right. And I saw those guys as well. Actually, I was I was about 10 feet from Hulk Hogan for a while because I was online to get a signature from Felicia yeah. Day. I walked two by and a half Slaughter hours. like five times <laughs> that day. It was pretty cool. I didn't stop by and see him because he was, uh, but like I was close enough to like, he was right there. So it was pretty cool. And he was doing the promotion for G.I. Joe. Like he's he's been... Uh, in and out with G.I. Joe for years. Like, he's always been, like, the guy who used to do the commercials back in the 80s. For sorry, I started this wrestling thing. I'm so oh, sorry. He's yeah. not going to stop. Just let him go. All right, just, <laughs> let me just finish. He's not going to stop. But uh, he was there promoting G.I. Joe, and it was pretty cool. He's putting people in headlocks, and, like, there were just fans there. It was awesome. I did see him at the end of the day. I would have I liked to, uh, to like, get a picture with him, but they yeah. were kicking us all out that point so uh after that we just kept looking out for toys and we actually didn't go in right away and start buying things we actually took the time to like <laughs> you do maybe some... Jer- ryan didn't no <laughs> ryan, ryan was pretty good ryan this. was ryan's yeah. like I w- we made a mental list in our head like yeah. but we were like all right there's certain things like the pop dolls they had them pretty much every toy booth there right they so we were gonna them. be like all right we'll just i'll get one here later on because there's thousands, there's hundreds of these. Even the ones that were like the Walking Dead ones, three thousand a piece. Right. They had a good selection of them, so they bought a a, a decent amount of the three thousand to sell there. Yeah, I mean we we all kind of went up there with a budget. Like I brought up about two hundred dollars in cash, and I'm like, I'm going to stick to this. I'm not going to dip into my my credit or debit cards. When this is gone, it's gone. That's it. So I'm going to plan out what I'm going to buy before I buy it, and then just go back and you know go down my list. And that, that did I, not work. That three way. withdrawals that day. <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, I was I was mostly pretty good about it. Um, like I was telling Jack earlier, uh, the night before, I just took out five hundred dollars from my bank account, like right yeah. away, and like. Oh, so you you went big? I didn't yeah. I didn't sp- I didn't spend it all though. So I mean, I was I was pretty good, but I did spend right. a decent amount. Well, I only went about thirty dollars over my budget, which is not bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a budget. I was like, well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, there were there were things that were just unexpected there that I didn't know I was going to find, or things that I didn't know I was going to do. Like, you know, Corey told me a couple of days prior that, you know, Ernie Hudson was going to be there, who was Winston from the Ghostbusters. And when we went down there and saw him, we were going to um, meet the toy hunter um, yeah, we, at, at his signing. And then we saw Ernie Hudson there with the Ectomobile, and we're like, we have to do this. Yeah, it's we like, absolutely we're going to kick this. ourselves the whole way home if we don't do this. Yeah, so, I mean, that was that was 40 bucks for, you know, an autographed yeah, picture. And, tell about that, Ryan. Tell about your oh, autographed picture. So, <laughs> The biggest Ghostbusters fan I know. Yeah. So I, I get to meet Ernie Hudson, and he's awesome. He's a really nice guy. And um, he had all these uh, different, you know, really nice glossy pictures of, of Ghostbusters, all these these shots, and you got to pick which one you wanted. So I'm having him sign it, and, you know, he's like, who am I signing this to? So I, t- I told him my name, and he ended up spelling my name wrong. <laughs> he ended up uh, putting Brian down, like B-R-Y-A-N on it. <laughs> and he said, who are you going to call? So, you know, when, when he was signing, when I realized it as he was signing it, uh, it was running through my mind whether I should ask him to do another one or whether, and then I was thinking, you know what, I'm going to buy like a silver Sharpie after the fact and try to correct it. And no, so like, you can't no, don't do, do that. So, it, he spelled your name wrong. We spelled right. the, like, the Ryan part right, but there's just a B yeah, in front of it. There's just a B in front of it. <laughs> but, but, so. You know what else you get? You get an yeah. awesome story. Right, and and I got to take a picture with him, and that's that's yeah, awesome. I shook so his I hand, he put his arm. He was such right. a nice guy. Yeah. That's what I should have done. Got when to I shake was, his hands. When I went to go get my to go get in line for Felicia Day, I went. I would walk by it, and I was like, I should probably get a picture. Yeah, I did not think it was going to be one. I didn't think I was going to be in line for Felicia Day for two and a half hours. Right, and you got to finally meet her, so that I was did. awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess I was in line for a really really long time. Mm-hmm. It seemed like my line was 
was dead. Every line next to me, John Barrowman was right next to me. Right. And the Green Ranger that line was, was on the other side. Control, that John Barrowman one. And then was the like, Hulk Hogan one was actually the shortest one. <laughs> and that one was dead. It died after a while because he went out for lunch or something. But everyone seemed to. The John Barrowman was huge. At one point, he ran down the line. Like he got off way up from the desk and ran down the line with his iPad in front of him. And he was taking a video of everybody in line. And when he got to the end, there was a guy wearing just some shorts and no shirt. Pretty muscular guy. Now, John Berriman is gay. So he walks right up to the guy and starts feeling him up <laughs> with his camera. He's like, everyone's shooting pictures of it. It's pretty awesome. He yeah. runs back. Green Ranger does it a couple times. I don't remember. Yeah, I saw name. him stand up on the table and like with his iPad and look, look, everybody, and try right. to make a video of it. Right, and he was pretty cool. And I think I think Felicia wasn't there for a while. That's why we were standing mm-hmm. in line. But I was stuck right behind the guy that was dressed like Sharknado. Yeah, I heard about hours. this Sharknado guy. Yeah. He he would he just had it looked like cotton it wrapped around him in the like a like a design and he had little sharks dangling from everywhere and a big shark on top of his head. That's and awesome. everyone loved it. Every per, single person walked by and I need to get a picture of you. Hey, can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? And I was inadvertently in a many many pictures because I was directly behind him. You were in the Sharknado, the Sharknado picture. <laughs> I was being sucked in by the Sharknado. Did you get to meet anybody, Frank? Uh, I did actually get to meet uh, Colin Baker. He played the Sixth Doctor on Doctor Who. Yeah, um, yeah, he's he's a pretty cool guy. I mean, I didn't, you know, he was. They were kind of you know move, trying to move people along pretty fast. So right, but you know, I got to shake his hand. I got the autograph. You know, it was like twenty five dollars for a picture yeah. and an autograph. Yeah. Just to get cool. a glimpse of the people is right. awesome. We saw Andrew McCarthy when we were in line. It's right. Like, oh, cool, Andrew McCarthy. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Pretty in Pink and all yeah. those great eighties <laughs> movies. Yeah. Um, I saw Anthony Daniels, who had played C three PO. William Shatner's booth was right next to him. He wasn't there. I was he kind of hoping to get a we glimpse were. of uh, William Shatner. And Kristen yeah. Bauer, who's Chris, been on yeah. um, True, Blood, True Blood, a couple other shows. Once upon a time, yeah, she was yeah. in line next to. She was right next. She to looked the great. Toy Hunter booth. Yeah, she was very yeah. pretty. In I person. did see uh, uh, George Romero right at a distance. He was actually yeah. on the floor, like the sales, the, the <laughs> just the regular floor in one of the booths signing. After a while, there's a huge line for it, but yeah. There was a huge Sigourney Weaver line, and it was probably in a uh, private room or something. Yeah, and I forgot that, that she was there. That would have been there. so awesome to meet her. I would have loved to meet Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. yeah you can ask her, hey, Ernie, hey, Sigourney, what yeah. the fuck is Bill Murray's problem? <laughs> yeah, uh, for a split second, I was I was tempted to ask him, but I'm sure he, well, the I'm guy sure he gets that all the time, Well, the guy running the Ernie Hudson thing, we were talking, it's like, yeah, Bill Murray, of all things. And he's yeah. like, yeah, he, the picture you got, he's like, yeah, look at them in happier times. And he's like, yeah, yeah it's, like, it's all Bill Murray's fault. <laughs> right. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> now... Let's see how you feel about this, Frank. We've been having um, a discussion about the whole thing with autographs and pictures and yeah. you know how much these celebrities were charging for them. What do, you, what do you feel about that as far as whether or not they should be charging at all and how ridiculous some of the prices were for just you know 10 seconds and a handshake and an autograph? Yeah. Um, no, I, I think you know, it's totally cool if they want to you know, charge a little bit of money, like you know, like 20 bucks for an you know, autograph, autograph, maybe a picture. So, you know, that's not bad. Um, but then there are some people like, um, me and Corey were looking at the, uh, at the schedule like a week or so beforehand. David, David Coveney and, and Jillian I Anderson. Her, yeah, I forget Jillian. her name. But yeah. yeah, they were like, for like an autograph or for like a picture. Bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that's that. ridiculous. If it was like right. 1997 when X-Files was at its when peak popularity, yeah. sure. But, but I mean, not, <laughs> but when you haven't done that character or like been in anything since the last X-Files movie. No, I'm that's, sorry. That's I don't care how much alimony you owe yeah. Tia Leone. You can just fucking suck yeah, it up. Like, it's, there's mean, a to an charge extent. Charge $20. They, they probably need to charge that much because that's all the money they're making right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess you have to go on a case-by-case basis and look at you know how relevant the celebrities are that are yeah. doing this and whether well, they really need the money Chris or not. I too. Like I told him we met Ernie Hudson. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, how much did you charge for it? I said, well, $30 for the autograph, $10 for the picture, so altogether mm-hmm. 40 He's like, that's a ripoff, but I guess that's how he makes his living nowadays. Right. Like, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen him in anything recently. He's been in bit parts here and there, but yeah. I mean... He he clearly goes for the fans. If he's right. in his Winston costume, he's exactly. not just because it's like, oh, fuck this. He's, he embraces it. So. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, like, there's a part of me that thinks that the sponsor of the venue should just be paying the celebrities to be there. And, you know, the simple act of signing an autograph, even for but hours. But sometimes it goes to charity, too. It's, like, there's certain yeah, I mean, charities. That I get, if if that's the case. Right. There was, there was one celebrity that was doing, he had his own booth, and he was doing pictures. And he was charging 20 bucks per picture. Mm-hmm. But and he would actually print the picture right out there for you. Like they had their own Apple computers and their big printers and everything right there. Right. They would print it immediately, and they were charging twenty bucks, and mo- a majority of it went to charity. 
Yeah, see, that's that's, that's reasonable. Fine. If you yeah. want to, if it's going to go to charity, but then there's like obviously David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. I, I don't know how much work either one of them is doing these days, and whether they really need the money or not. I, you know, two hundred twenty dollars for a picture. Must have like, not. That's they, they probably didn't make anything off of that. I didn't see anybody like anywhere near their boots. So yeah, I mean, you know, to meet Ernie Hudson and to have that picture that I will have forever, and you know, a picture with him that was well worth the forty dollars to me. Yeah. Like, you know, William Shatner was there, and I would have loved to meet him yeah, and get a picture. Yeah, because he's such a nice guy. He would be like, hello, but friend, was how it are worth, you? like, $90 for whatever he was charging? 75 like, He was $75. $75, yeah. yeah like, that's, I don't know. Like, it, you have to kind of just pick and choose what's worth it to you as yeah, far as Yeah, just to get a glimpse of the people is almost enough. I, I actually, right. yeah, like, I, I saw Hulk Hogan from a distance, and I was like, yeah. I like Hulk Hogan. I've always grown up with Hulk Hogan. Right. I saw him 10 feet away. I wish I could have seen him. That was awesome. see him, yeah. That wasn't like the big thing of the day. Well, like we said before, the toy thing was the big thing for us. Yeah. And another thing that was a little ridiculous, actually, when we first got there, we saw people who had been in line before. People were coming back into the area that we were waiting in. And we're wondering, well, what's going on? What's the big deal? Is there some panel? It was people getting in line for the Walking Dead panel about 10 hours later. Right. So people were getting front row seats and standing in line all day now that's fine if you have a four or three day pass or even a two-day pass but if you're going to go there for one day and just wait in line it's such a missed opportunity is that really worth it it's not just to to be up close i heard some people were standing in line for an hour or two just to be told when they get to the door that they're full and you have you can't come in a buddy of mine from high school is there and he said i waited in line for 90 minutes and they told me there's no more seats i'm sorry you have to leave and he was pissed off he's like why did i do this yeah not at them he was pissed he's like why did i waste my time that was 90 minutes i could do they should have put a sign up or something saying full yeah right i I had that problem with the archie panel I, i got there an hour early and i was i was you know like in the middle of in the middle of the line and um I, c- I couldn't get in. They're just the room was too small. Like they should have been able to like count the seats ahead of time and like, you know, say like we, we can only let this you know amount of this people many in. This people in, right? Yeah. So you didn't get into the church panel? No. Hmm. So it sucks. Yeah, they did give me a ticket though, and I got a whole bu- a whole bunch of free books. So well, that's good. That's that's something. Yeah. Well, you got something out of it. Yeah. I didn't get to go to a panel. I was going to. I had several panels I wanted to go to, but I kind of got lost. Because eventually, I lost these two clowns. Yeah, we, we got lost in the <laughs> shuffle. I, I, yeah. th- they, like, walked away, and I was... And usually, at this point, I can't spot them in a crowd. They have to spot me, because I'm the tall one. Right. Yeah, and yeah well, so, you don't find us. We were, and and yeah. then, we rocked, then we ran into Frank and his friend. And so I walked around with Frank for a while. Then I lost him. Mm-hmm. And then I found I just, Frank again. Then we I just lost assumed him again. that you were with Frank yeah. the whole time, that you were okay. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> I just I, ended up by myself <laughs> for about three or four hours. Yeah, we were, and actually, honestly, I had more fun by myself than, than <laughs> with anybody else. We were, all. <laughs> we were hitting every toy stand. Because they so were literally right. just going from toy stand to toy stand to toy stand, and yeah, that was we it. Yeah, found some good stuff. Very, very good I, stuff. Yeah, I ended up losing my friend, too, um, because I was waiting online for a Power Ranger figure, and he uh, he went to the food court. And I was looking something up on my phone, and it died on me. So I couldn't really, you know, call him or text him or whatever. And so for about two hours, I was kind of just drifting. <laughs> well, that's not bad, though. Yeah. I, I didn't even notice there was a, there was another part of the whole convention center. We didn't either. There's like <laughs> Until a, the very end. There's a yeah. huge area in the beginning when you first walk in, and then if you, there's like a little lower hanging area where they have a lot of artwork and stuff. And on the other side is all like these sponsored stuff. Right. Which is like the, the they had the a lot of sponsored. They had an Intel booth where they're doing like a tournament, like a StarCraft tournament, and they had the Walking Dead, uh, big huge house from the Walking Dead in there. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty awesome actually. But it was, yeah. and I, that's one thing actually I didn't like as much. I, I wish there was a separate area for the artwork stuff. Was I mean I don't remember if there no, was. Yeah, there. Well, there was a separate area for the um, like for the art guests. Uh, there's the artist alley. On where the other side. where was that? Was that actually a different room, or was that um, a different? No, area? it was it was like a it was, it was its own room. Um, you you walk in and you go the right, and it's like down like another seven steps. And really, yeah, it was in the very first section. It was like the very very yeah. far far first section. Oh, I yeah. didn't get to go to that because I know a lot of vendors, a lot of booths inside the actual booth areas were uh, a lot of artists in there as well. They were selling their stuff. Yeah. But I would have liked to have seen that because I've been to I went to Otakon a couple of years ago, which is more of an anime one, and they had a huge art section. I didn't get to go to that till the last day because I didn't really think about it too much. It was one of the most impressive areas I've ever seen. They had original art from some original animes from back in the eighties, like concept art, and they had auction art 
where they had a original arc. You can all, you can write down a bid for it and auction for it. Um, but I mean, it was just tons and tons of booths of our young artists. And I I love those because like you have you have some professional artists in there, but then you also have a lot of like um, you know like small time artists who who are just you know getting their bearings and you know I, I, everybody gets some sort of exposure. Yeah, exactly. Now. Like yeah, we were kind of we went upstairs to like just go sit because we were on our feet for so long. We're like, there's a whole other section. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is like well, we'll just walk it, but it connected from room to room. So. Right. We ended up just sitting on the ground at one point because yeah. we couldn't find chairs anywhere. I was like, I just yeah. need to sit. And, and everybody was <laughs> doing that too. Like, they were just yeah. the corners were designated for people just to hang out. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good thing. The one thing I actually was really excited about was I wasn't so much excited about the panel because I knew I wasn't going to get in and it was kind of early. Was the they had a Superman 75th anniversary panel? They had some of the creators, some of the comic book creators. They didn't have any of the actual characters that played Superman in it though, as far as I know. So I didn't really wasn't that excited about going to it. But they did have a uh, a large display in the main lobby with all the Superman costumes from all the movies from oh, back wow. Christopher Reeves. Uh, they I even had Dean Cain's. Uh, they had obviously the new movie, uh, Brandon Roth's from Superman Returns, right? And even um, the costume or something that what's his name wore from Smallville. They had like eight costumes up there. And um, it was sitting in the main lobby, the main hallway. You can just walk down there. It wasn't any kind of yeah, line or anything. I'm sorry. I but you, I couldn't really take pictures of it because it was very bright. And the glare on the glass was just enormous. So you mainly saw people, reflections more than the actual suits. Right. But it was really, really cool to see because these are the actual suits that people they wore in the in the movies. Was it just Superman costumes or did it have like General Zod? And no, a couple just of Superman. Oh, okay. And Ryan and I went to a panel about a uh, quarter to two in the afternoon. We went to the Toy Hunters panel before we went and got his autograph. Yes. Uh, just because I've been intrigued because I watched the show. And if I could ever find a job like this, I would do this for the rest of my life to yeah. just buy and sell toys. And Jack's been saying them. for months, like when we decided to go to this, he's like, I can't wait to ask him you know, how, he, how he got into this, you know, yeah, how he does what he does. And that's the first thing he did. He talked about like what he did to get into this business. And it started when he was a kid. He used to trade figures for milk money. And mm-hmm. because he would have extra ones, and then he would uh, years later he got hired by a company to be a purchaser, and he bought all these vintage toys that were on pallets that nobody thought was worth anything. And he's like, I know I can sell this stuff, and he built his business from there. He has a, a, a warehouse in Ridge, Ridge, Ridgewood, Ridgewood, New Jersey, and uh, his company Hollywood Heroes. Right. So it was pretty cool, and uh, they had a couple of people ask questions, and I had my question answered before, so I wasn't going to go up and ask him anything, but. Just to see somebody, because I've been a fan of toys and action figures since I four years old, since I got my first Superman figure, yeah, and like since the Ninja Turtles and everything else, and it's something for me that's never one of the things I brought up in the panel with the fans was it's so cool to be a geek now. Geek is in geek, as they call geek chic, right? Or it's not. A closet yeah, never, thing. Never it's not embarrassing anything. anymore. Yeah, it's not like when I was well, in that, high that's, school. That's the word that they use in the panel. Yeah, I'll, so. I, I, I'll <laughs> yeah. never use it. That wasn't it. Jack's idea. Like when <laughs> I was in high school, middle school and high school, like I would still want to collect toys, but it's like, no, you can't. You're 15, 16. It's not cool. But I would still like be fascinated by whatever was out for any like toy line I loved. Yeah. And nowadays, as you get older, there's more people our age collecting stuff. And the people who are in charge of this now are the people who were similar to that. Like, your kids, what did you want as a kid? Now they're making it. Look right. what Mattel did with Ghostbusters, yeah. and look what all these other companies are doing, and the detail they're putting into them. It, it's we're, incredible. We're pushing 30, and, and this is our yeah. favorite thing to do, is to it, collect toys now. We, Ryan and I usually have a day out once a month where we'll go to a Lego store, and we'll go to Toys R Us and a comic store in the Freehold area, and we'll just geek out and buy a couple things and yeah. within a budget. But it's also just fun, like people. Usually. Yeah, like there were more adults in there than kids. Like there were a couple kids, and the thing about the show is, they brought it up also where the guy Jordan Hembro, the toy hunter, knows his stuff. It's not just like, oh, that toy's worth a lot. He gives you the story of like, oh yeah, this right. back in 1977 he was the most popular. Yeah, like he can tell you anything. Yeah, and his like, he his big passion is Star Wars toys. Mm-hmm. And I've grown up collecting Star Wars toys, modern stuff mm-hmm. for years and years. I've stopped a few years ago just because it's like, oh, it's just getting repetitive and they're just putting the same shit out in the new package. So I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But I'm, I'm intrigued by the vintage stuff from the seventies and eighties. And that stuff is way, way pricey. Yeah. Like I bought actually at his booth, I bought two figures, uh, in good condition. They were loose They're f- for $55. Yeah. And I was like, it was Darth Vader and Luke. And it's like, 
$55, I'll spend the money. Now, did yeah. you actually buy that just because, one, it was his booth, so you can finally say, I bought something at the Toy Hunter's booth? Part, it was, or that was part of it. because you really wanted to buy those? No, it, it was half, because I yeah. do want, like, if I can find a good Star Wars vintage figure, I'll buy it, but it depends on where you go. And yeah. I did want, and that's the thing, I wanted to buy stuff from him, because I watched mm-hmm. the show, I'm a fan, and his booth is so amazing. It was it out was. of all the toy booths there. And we saw some really good ones. His was his had everything like inboxed, vintage. Like he knows how to find this stuff. Oh, he had some great stuff. There was some like Jurassic Park stuff there, uh, Ghostbusters stuff, uh, Ninja Star Turtles. Wars. Yeah, he had like, a turtle really tank. old stuff. Yeah, yeah. He had um, like a Karate Kid figure playset. He had uh, yeah. Star Trek playset. All this obscure stuff. Yeah, we found this great, great stand with this guy. Basically, just had this personal collection of all um, stuff that's unpackaged, like Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, all the vintage stuff from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, from the 80s. Uh, Marvel stuff. Yeah, and I found in that booth, I found four turtle figures that I didn't have as a kid. Either my parents, like I had a lot of them, but like those are the ones that my parents skipped or I didn't get. Right. And I looked them up online. It's like you know what those because like, I looked at the checklist for years. It's like I'd like to get those if I could find them. And yeah. I found all four of them. And I got them for like under fifty dollars. Yeah, and, and I, I liked that they that they, they had, had their them weapons. They had some had the right. like, a, the card back, the part of the card back where you cut it down. It's got the profile. Yeah, and they were there's not a scratch on any of them or any kind of wear and tear or damage. Like this guy took care of his stuff. Yeah, and he's just selling it because he had extra stuff. And, and it was cool to get them unpackaged because and, I refused to open up any of the toys yeah, me that I got and take them out. And of the I box. didn't want to do that. I was like, oh, I want yeah. them, but I don't. So you can actually open display them. them. You know, and so Ryan found some. Two Ghostbusters figures that he bought from yeah, his childhood. That I once had, yeah, yeah and that, now they're gone. So I, I bought those, and they're displayed now. So that was, that was pretty awesome. And they had some awesome – they had the from the Ninja Turtles, the Technodrome, which was like the big, yes. like, the big Shredder's weapon vehicle. And yeah. it was like, oh, my God, I would love that. So that, that was awesome. I had that, too, when I was a kid, and that's now gone, sadly. As yeah. well, so it was pretty cool. Like all that loose stuff, how good that guy took care. Oh of his yeah, stuff. everything like, was in great shape. There was nothing missing from any of them. Because sometimes you buy loose things, it's like uh, I don't know, it right. looks damaged or scratches. It's like this looks like I owned it. So. If that's there next year, I'm gonna I'm gonna clean them out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what are we talking about right now? I'm totally just zoned out there. Well, you guys nerded out. For yeah, well, toys. <laughs> there is uh, before what? we get back to the con. There is one more toy story that we have. Ryan and I went to a booth later on in the day. I doubt it's just one more. Well, uh, one significant one. Uh, there was a problem because there were so many people conglomerated in this area, and the cell phone service was just there was no cell God phone awful, service. Yeah. It, yeah, you yeah. couldn't be that many people in one room. Right. It was it, it's nearly impossible to get a signal. So there. were what the problem was we t- we kept taking out cash at the at the, the ATMs. Yeah, so my t- money was already gone. Yeah. I, the two hundred that I brought was gone, and yeah, and some of the ATMs were running out of money. Yeah, and there was the stuff ATMs that we, were running out of money. <laughs> there was stuff that we wanted at this one booth, and actually, uh, this happened at the Ernie Hudson booth too, where I went to pay my credit cards. Like, I don't want to keep using cash. I kind of want to save some, but the guy kept running my card through, and it didn't work. It's like, all right, here's forty dollars. Just whatever, it's fine. We go to another booth to buy some stuff that we'd never seen, and they're having the same problem. The guy's trying to hold his phone up, and the guy told us um, he was losing business because of this. He paid $1,300 for a booth and a space there, and he had people who were wanting to buy things at his booth that were being turned away, and that hurts his business. Right. Like the whole no having a credit card, because they're using the little, I forget what it's called. The, the square, square readers. The square yeah. readers, yeah. and he's trying to use it on his phone, and it's not working, so he's... He's losing money. He's not like I don't know if he broke even or what happened with paying for the booth and everything else. But it was sad to like see somebody like lose their business. Yeah, that's like, got to be so frustrating. It's like it's like we'll cut money. We'll come back. We want to buy this stuff. Just hold right. off because so we, we and they were totally nice impression. Like they they were just like thank you. For yeah, your they business. deserved the sale. So yeah. we went and found another ATM that had money and we came back and bought stuff. Yeah. What what toys did you get, Frank? Because I know you bought some. Mm. Yes, I bought uh, quite a few. Um, first thing I got was, uh, I got a nice deck box for my, for my magic cards. I was with you when I bought that. It cost me about 12 bucks. Yeah, those are um, nice ones. I can't justify buying one of those though. I'll buy a no. flimsy plastic one for two, three dollars <laughs> like, instead. I can't stand that, that scratchy plastic that they make them out of. I refuse to buy them. I know it's just a texture thing. Uh, I bought a, uh, a Power Rangers figure. It was a convention exclusive. I think it was at SDCC too. That was like 45 bucks. I came with a free card and stuff. I bought a couple Transformers. I bought a reissue of one. It was like 65 and I bought one of the Masterpiece, which are like, you know, 
perfectly scaled. You know, it was like Lamborghini uh, licensed figure. It was like ninety dollars. So it's nice. Um, nice. Those are really really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Transformers is big money. Like that's. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. even more expensive than I, Ninja Turtles, and it's up there with Star Wars, like vintage mm-hmm. Star Wars. That stuff is incredibly yeah. expensive. Right? I've been I've been collecting for about eleven years now, and I've spent like twelve grand. Like on my collection. Oh wow! That's so, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I probably spent the same with Star Wars. So, so see, it's it's one of those it's... things when you think about how much money you've spent on on toys, and like you think for a second, like should I feel guilty about that's all pathetic. this pathetic? Well, you say What's like pathetic? money, you know, money can't buy happiness, but <laughs> right, it's but it's fun to buy toys. Can, yeah, yeah. If it's something yeah. that you like, it's just something you can't explain. Well, there were a couple of people on the panel that were like, oh, man, like I spent all this money on toys. You know, I don't know if I should tell my wife this. <laughs> you know, they were thinking about like, you know, I have a mortgage and this and that and the other thing and I'm spending money on toys. But they're like, you know what? It's they find a way to make it. work. Yeah, you and make mo- it work. Most and people it makes want you to happy. buy their childhood. Right. Yeah. I don't know if at the expense of my house, but... Well, no. I mean, yeah, I mean you, no, have, to, like, you have to be reasonable you have to about be reasonable. it. There's a point where you know but enough is enough. Yeah. Also, uh, on the subject of like getting married and stuff, if they can't accept that toy buying part of me, then they're not the right person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's something that you enjoy. It's something you're passionate about. It's right. like... There's worse things. You could be a drug addict, or right. you could be an alcoholic, or you there could be are abusive. Worse you could spend your money on. Yeah. yeah. Well, it depends. I mean, if you're spending about the same amount of money as a month for a drug addict would spend as a drug addict, you're on toys instead. Well, there's really no difference all. at all. But you're not. I think, like I think drugs are more destroying harmful than, your body. Yeah. Right. I think drugs are more harmful than toys. I mean, we we keep it within reason. I mean, yeah, like, honestly, the other night I, I probably spent close to four hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, with food and the train ticket and all yeah. that, and and, and there was still stuff that we wanted. It's like, and I felt like when I done it's like i need to stop like it's not just like a matter of i feel really guilty it's like Mm -hmm. i'm satisfied for today i got everything this is like christmas morning that i bought for myself right if i could carry more stuff and uh, i had a little more money i wanted to spend i would have bought more stuff there was um and there was one toy i bought when i got home and i didn't notice it was in spanish on the card back i bought bought a hulk hogan Hogan. because i never had the hasbro figures as a kid um, the old plastic like Hasbro like slamming figures, and it's like you know what I want one. And Hulk Hogan was the biggest star of the time. It's like I'm gonna get Hogan. I get home, and it's like, Una, like something Hogan does the something slam, and I'm like, whole fucking things in Spanish. Like, <laughs> and the wrestlers' names on the back for the others are like, oh, they're in Spanish. El Ultimo Guerrero for Ultimate Warrior. I'm like. Oh, I bought the Spanish one. It's okay. It's the same figure. Yeah. So Hulk rules. Hulk rules was still in English on his shirt, so it's fine. <laughs> I was pretty happy. That with was that. hilarious. Oh, Jack. Oh, Jack. Uh, I, I'd like to return this, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah, I've, I found um, some. I didn't buy many toys. I mainly bought some T-shirts, but. I did buy some two. I did buy two figures from the Square Enix booth from Final Fantasy VII, and they were about twenty bucks each, and they're really cool. I'm probably just gonna because they have a lot of little tiny parts, changeable heads, and changeable hands, and little weapons and stuff. So I'm probably just gonna keep them in the box, and because you can yeah. see everything from it. But yeah, uh, I mainly mainly was buying T-shirts because you got one, some great T-shirts. Because one, yeah. one, one I really, I really need t-shirts. some new T-shirts because I'm I'm losing weight still and I'm down to almost a one X. So all my T-shirts nice. need to go. Woo. So I need new ones. Go, Corey. So I decided to buy some T-shirts. So I bought some Deadpool ones. I bought a Deadpool punching a shark. Oh, Jack. Mainly, mainly because I thought it would be hilarious. One, it's hilarious, and two, yeah. I think Jack would just find it funny, too. It, it yeah. is funny. Um, Anybody who punches, punches a shark, a shark. Is, is good in my book. I, b- I bought a, I bought a, um, I bought a uh, Deadpool shirt with top hat and a monocle. He's wearing a top hat and a monocle. <laughs> and uh, he's saying, uh, uh, riveting tail, chap. <laughs> As in, like, uh, cool story, bro. Which yeah. is funnier, because I hate that cool story, bro shit. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> so, Stupid. it's just his face with that. I thought that was really funny, but the one I really, really, really enjoy was uh, I found it uh, towards the end of the day. It was a it was a little corgi, a little Welsh corgi, and he was dressed in Thor's uniform, holding a hammer, and it was and it in said, his mouth, and it said Thorgi. <laughs> I love that shirt. That because, is brilliant because I absolutely love corgis. That's the one dog I'd, I'd buy yeah. in a second. If and I, you love <laughs> Thor, and I like Thor, so why not Thorgi? Thorgi. And you're probably gonna name your pet. Corgi, Thorgy. Yeah. That'd be awesome. No, I'm going to name him Butters, but... <laughs> Butters. Even better. That's great. Yeah. yeah that's that's my dog's name. And Corgi is the king of funny t-shirts in this house. He has the T-Rex shirt. It says T-Rex hates push-ups. And yeah. uh, I like uh, boobies I do, make me Corey smile. is the I, resident funny t-shirt I wearer. I do like funny t-shirts. Milk was it a bad choice. And yeah. Bob Ross yeah. shirt and everything else. I did get a free t-shirt out of this. 
I had to go to the. <laughs> I had go. to go to the. Uh, the I think it was the Ubisoft booth, and they were doing pre-orders for. You had to. You had to pre-order the game, either Watch Dogs or Assassin's Creed, to get a free T-shirt. And you had to pre-order it on Amazon. So I had my Amazon account, and it didn't cost anything to pre-order anything. They don't charge your account until you, uh, until the game comes out, which is not for another month or so. So I go and pre-order Watch Dogs, and they give me a free T-shirt, and I walk away and I cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> so ever the swindler, Corey. <laughs> SpongeBob Stingy Pants. SpongeBob Stingy Pants. I got a free T-shirt oh, that, out of that's it. That's funny. Yeah. So, you know those T-shirts that, um, like, you see them on the boardwalk, and it says, you mad, bro? Like, yeah. question mark. Yeah. I saw this one uh, T-shirt. I think it might have been at uh, Superhero Stuff, if I'm not mistaken. And where it's just, like, a picture of, like, a cartoon Batman's face, and he's just smiling. And then it just says, yes, bro, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> and one, I love that. I was tempted to buy it. One of my <laughs> favorite funny. shirts that I actually didn't buy, but I wish I did, was it was called Walter's Laboratory, and they animated Walter White and Jesse yeah. Pinkman <laughs> from Breaking Bad in the style of Dexter... And Dee Dee from Dexter's Laboratory, and it was just hilarious because I started watching Breaking Bad, and I just love it, and um, it was so mm-hmm. good. Some of the artwork I saw there too from some artists were just amazing. Yeah, some some of them were done right then, hand drawn. They were pretty expensive, but there was some some prints, which I don't mind buying prints if it's it's a print of an original work. Right. But there were some really really good ones for superheroes like Batman, Superman. Uh, I don't think he actually had Superman, but he had like the Hulk and other ones, and they were really, 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 really nice. But and I would have bought one if I was willing to spend money, but that and I didn't really want to carry around a big poster, right? The whole day because it was a large poster. But some of that stuff I'd really, really like to get at some point because it's really it's more creative, I think, that way than buying just like a poster for the movie itself. Right. Yeah. There was a stand also that I wish that I can get at least one of these. There was a stand where they had sing- signed movie posters oh, from yeah. all the stars, and it tells you which star signed it. And they usually oh. get them from premieres or other fan signings, but they had, like, Richard Dreyfuss signed the Jaws poster, mm-hmm. Ernie Hudson and Sigourney Weaver and Dan Aykroyd signed the Ghostbusters poster, Michael Keaton signed a Batman picture, it, right. it, and that Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans for uh, Avengers, and everything. it was awesome. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there I, were certain ones where if I had the money, I, I would buy it, and, like, a couple of them were, like, 150 bucks to get, you know, Ghostbusters poster action signed by a bunch of them and they all had like the certificates of, of authenticity with them so that way you know they're real which which would make me feel better about it as well and ryan got you got some really nice artwork at one stand from yeah. uh, i believe it's a it's a guy who's, who works as not as a street vendor in new york but he does all those kind of arts that you see like on the sides of central park yeah and uh here you tell it <laughs> oh yeah it's um he did uh, all four of the ghostbusters um just like a picture of them from the movie and then each one had a, a line from the movie um, and they were great. Like he, he does all all this artwork, and there were a lot of other ones from movies too. And it was it was amazing. And um, I, I decided I was going to get all four of them. It was like fifty bucks for the four uh, pictures, which really isn't bad. And then uh, I was kind of deciding what I was going to buy throughout the day. And then we went back to look for them, and we were looking in the wrong spot. We found out I thought there was just an empty space in the corner where I thought he was. And I'm like, no, no, tell me he's not gone, please, please. <laughs> and then we walked around another corner and found him. I was like. Oh. Yeah, because we saw a couple of like Ryan this way, this way. Yeah, this way. <laughs> so I bought those, um, and that was, that was really cool. And he said next year he's planning to do two more for Ghostbusters. He's going to yes. do Dana Barrett and Lewis Tully, right? And have quotes for them. Uh, so I'm sure you'll be getting them next year. Yeah, they, also- the weird thing, the the one of uh, Pete Venkman from the movie, it actually was a picture of Bill Murray from Stripes. And the the line was "I want you," so it wasn't actually Ghostbusters at all. It was just him, like yeah. in the Ghostbusters jumpsuit, I think my saying fa- a line from a different movie. <laughs> I think my favorite's the Ray one, just because it's the picture of him when he walks around the corner and sees Slimer in the cigarette yeah. just pops out of his mouth. Yeah, that's my absolute favorite. <laughs> yeah, so. that was great. So yeah, that was that was really cool. The the guy was amazing, and really he, nice guy too. He animated the minions into different characters, like yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Minions, and yep. it was uh, <laughs> grew as Splinter and the four and four minions dressed as the turtles. Right. They had Batman and that's Robin awesome. minions. They had uh, like so many different like Superman minions, Iron Minion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we saw that um that other poster stand um where they had like Batman was riding on like the little uh, supermarket thing where you like put a quarter in it and yeah. you get a ride for a few <laughs> oh, minutes. Yeah, yeah. And the one with the turtles where they're all just baby turtles and they have like the bandanas on. So it's Donatello, Leonardo, and Raphael all standing there. And then you see Michelangelo in like this black ninja costume, and he's just like, what? <laughs> and the three of them were staring at him. <laughs> what? Where was this? That was so funny. I want that one. Yeah, it was great. I, uh, <laughs> I wanted to buy that too. 
That would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to get that one. Because yeah. I, I love Michelangelo. He's my favorite character. Yeah. Most people like Raphael, but I love Michelangelo. I do, too. I, yeah. I, I like Michelangelo. I mean, he's the fun-loving one, obviously. Yeah. He's the goofball. He's the goofball. I'm the goofball, so. You are a goofball. Yeah. True yeah. story. So, I mean, towards the end of the night, we were... I, I, I was pretty much... I had my rest of my money. I was like, all right, I have $7 left, and I didn't spend it. I eventually just charged another $30 on my card. And I was like, all right, I'm done. Where's Ryan and Jack? I'm going to call them up. They're, like, sitting on the floor already by the entrance. Yeah, we were sore. It was, like, 6.30 at this point in time. And we were right. planning on going to some – there was a panel later that night with John DiMaggio. He was supposed to unveil a lot of – some scenes and some clips from his new movie coming out uh, about voiceover acting. And um, we were going to go to – it started at 8 o'clock and ended at 9, which wasn't too bad. But it would have been an hour and a half or so away from when we were – and we didn't really have much else to do. And I was exhausted by that point in time. I, yeah, was, I was so very tired. I was really, really tired. So we actually decided to leave around 6.30. And we got on the train and went home. We actually went to a diner and ate. And we went home. You stayed later, right, uh, Frank? Um, no, I left around the same time. 6.30? Oh, no, no, no. We left um, at 6.30. No, yeah, yeah. I, I did say later. <laughs> what time did um, you leave? It was, it was closer to like 8.30. Yeah. yeah. So. But the entire vendor area closed at what, 7.00? Seven. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and everybody was going to file out of that at that point. It was just going to be right, like mass you know, hysteria. Yeah. yeah, mass hysteria. <laughs> actually, I was surprised that the drinks, that like beverages, cost so much. Food oh, actually yeah. was okay, reasonably priced for the yeah. most part. Well, well yeah, pretty, uh, pretty for, for the for the I mean, most part. I mean, the food was was okay priced, but the drinks were sometimes more expensive than the food. Yeah, I paid five dollars right. for a lemonade. There, there, yeah. there was a booth that was selling empanadas. Like homemade empanadas for four dollars, but oh, you could buy bad. you could buy a bottle of soda for four fifty. For four fifty, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that the was first ridiculous. thing we ate was a cheesesteak, and it was like ten thirty in the morning. It was, it was it was ten dollars ten dollars cheesesteak, but it was a really good cheesesteak. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was. It hit the spot. We were besides hungry the fact that, that I dropped some of it on the back of Ryan's jacket. You did, <laughs> yeah, fucker. <laughs> I was I was tempted. How did not, that happen? I was tempted just to not say anything. He was eating right over Ryan. That would, be, like, that would be like you to not say anything. But then, but bastard. then I'm afraid you're gonna like back into something or sit down on it. It's gonna smear everywhere. Yeah. And, and then I punch you. <laughs> what the fuck? What yeah. the no fuck? wonder I lost you. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't a bad shit. But, but I think though. overall, I think I had a really fun time. I'd like to go yeah. back next year. Oh, I, I might want to dress up a little bit, but I'd have to get something that's a nice costume. Like I'd, I'd You want to go all out. I don't want to half-ass it. And, right. I, and I would only probably do it for one day. So, I mean, I would like to go for multiple days. Yeah, one yeah. day to dress up is fine. Maybe I, mean, I would be down for going for multiple days, yeah. too. I would love to go for two, at least two days. Yeah, Friday maybe and three Saturday, days. maybe, or Saturday and Sunday. Definitely Friday yeah. and Saturday. I mean, if only we Sunday. split it up, like do some panels one day, you know, right? Or like just or pick, then, pick out the panels that we really want to yeah. see, which days, so we can and spread do, it. Do our walking arounds, you know. And the there are more the people there on different days too. Like yesterday, uh, well, the day after on Sunday, we missed Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon was there, Dude, and James Purefoy for, uh, from, from the, the following. following was there. It's like, oh, that would have been so awesome. Right. Who wouldn't right. want to meet Kevin Bacon? Yeah, you could be honestly. part of the six degrees of Kevin <laughs> right. Bacon. Yeah. at some point in your life. I mean, that's right. a goal. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we could absolutely get a hotel in Jersey somewhere. It's a lot mm -hmm. cheaper and just take the train over. Right. Yeah. In Newark somewhere, it'd be so much easier. We just mm -hmm. rent a hotel room for two days. Yeah. yeah. Get so, a good deal. I want to pose a question to yes. each of you. What would you dress up as if you're going to Comic-Con? Ghostbuster. Okay. And I would do it all out. I would get everything. Like, I found everything on eBay that I want, like the jumpsuits, the trap, the would protein pack that I had. Would you buy the Mattel ones, like those, that Mattel, oh, yeah. Mattel yeah. case with all the... The exact ones that I had, I would buy. Well, no, not not that. I, I wouldn't go that far, because that's too expensive. Like, I've seen those replica proton packs on there, and they're like $1,000, $2,000. Technically, that's going all out, though. <laughs> no, I, I would go... <laughs> Full all costume. Within, full costume, I mean. Yeah, okay. within my means. And I would get all that stuff for like a couple hundred bucks and, and dress up as a Ghostbuster, definitely. Okay. okay. Frank, what would you... Um, well, having this year done the Ninth Doctor, if I was going to do something if I was gonna do something different next year, I'd probably end up doing... Um, a pony. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to ask, ask you about that, Ryan, actually. Um, but uh, I would... <laughs> Um, I would probably end up doing Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. Oh, nice. nice, that's awesome. So, what was what was your question you were going to ask, Ryan? Yeah, before we continue, um, <laughs> I was, no, I was just wondering because uh, I know they had you going for a while. They did. I, was going I mean, to be 
Well, what, what was it during our see, Christmas see, what, show? What I think uh, Jimmy well, explained to me what a brony is. Right, and so Ryan, Ryan immediately, as soon as we found out what a brony was, I was you could see steam like, from his ears. <laughs> what? So when we uh, when Frank finally told us he was going to come with us, we we convinced Ryan that Frank was going to dress up as a pony from My Little Pony. <laughs> and I was like, No, I'm out. I'm selling my ticket. And, <laughs> and we didn't actually going. tell him for I, we weren't going to tell him at all that he wasn't going to dress up to him until we found out that Frank was going to go with his friend to mm-hmm. the Comic Con. We were going to meet up there. Um, then we broke the news to him, but yeah, that, been, they finally told me the day of that we, we were actually doing originally that. we were going to try to get Frank to dress up as a pony and show up at the house, yeah, and then change into I his Doctor like, Who no, costume. He's, he's going to be riding in a separate train. <laughs> when we're there, he stays ten paces up and three to the left. And so oddly I, enough, I didn't see any ponies. And, and actually, oddly enough, I didn't see any ponies. No, actually, either. What's funny? My friend actually who came with me was a pony. What? He yeah, he was um he was like a hue um. A humanized version of one of the ponies. That's what he was? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Let, let's just say he was just a normal dude in an army outfit. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I know I he mean, wasn't. you could, but... <laughs> well, I didn't see that at all. Yeah. No, yeah, he had, like... Because in, in ponies, they're called, like, the Wonderbolts, and they're supposed to be, like, the Blue Angels, you know? But he had, like, the name tag that had the, the character's name on it. phones are melting. What would you dress up as, Corey? Uh, two things. I, I don't. I don't quite know yet because if I was going to dress up as obviously Batman, um, I'd have to get a really good Batman costume, and those are like four hundred dollars. And I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to spend that much. Other than that, I think maybe like a Superman costume, but it would be more like I would dress up as Clark Kent. Oh, I'll dress awesome. up as Clark Kent with his suit on, mm-hmm. and you can see like I keep a couple buttons unbuttoned so you can oh, see so the Superman see the, yeah, costume yeah. underneath. That cool. would be pretty awesome. And I wear a hat because I because yeah. that's the thing. I wear glasses, and you can't wear a mask when you wear glasses because one, I would miss every single thing that happened in the convention. <laughs> and then your glasses for the would sake fog of up. for the sake of wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. No, I just wouldn't be able to wear glasses. Yeah. So I, that's why I would rather I'm going to go the glasses route because Clark Kent wears glasses. I'm going to make this work. Yeah, you could do it. What about you, Jack? Um, I have, well... Tony Stark again? No, no. Um, <laughs> Hulk Hogan. If Ryan, if Ryan goes John as a, Cena. If Ryan goes as a Ghostbuster, potentially I would go as another Ghostbuster. Yeah. Um, but I was also thinking to my other favorite characters, Marty McFly, but I don't think I have the hair for it. I, I can easily get like the hat and the jacket and everything, but I, I love Back to the Future, so I'd want to do that. But I really would really want to be Indiana Jones. That'd I thought about awesome. that like a few years ago. It's like if I went to a comic con, well, it's I'd time love... to go to the Tropicana and get that hat. That's yeah. what I said oh, to Jack absolutely. the other day. Yeah, that, I'm not going to get Indiana some little, like, hat. cheap hat. I'm going to get the real thing and uh, right. put some effort into it. We saw Howard Jones steal. there, didn't we? What was it? Uh, Doctor Jones. Yeah, didn't a couple Doctor Jones. Couple of them. Yeah, but I think I yeah. could pull it off. I was more handsome than those guys. Yeah, there was a great Bane that we saw. Oh yeah, that guy. He went all out and he looked perfect, like almost exactly like him. There's good, and he was speaking in the voice too. Like yeah. so, someone said hello to him, they were like, "Hey, Bane," and he was like, "Hello." Yeah. Like, <laughs> Excuse he, he was in me. All day. It was so and there was a little guy dressed as Batman. Yeah, behind it was him following him around. <laughs> that was I must read you. <laughs> I, I did. I did see a Zangief. Oh, Zangief! Yeah, he I was, saw a he, Baraka. He had, the, he, had the, <laughs> he had the speedo on and everything, and the furry chest. That is yeah, awesome. That great. Some guy was dressed as uh, Ryu, also, which was pretty yeah. cool. But uh, one of my favorite costumes was we were waiting in line. There was a Superman. No, Batman dressed up. Some guy dressed as Batman said, Superman is Clark Kent had a sign. Yeah. And there was a guy walking around with a Robin costume who said, my name is Dick Grayson. Right. I saw that too. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. There's a lot of good stuff there. Yeah, a lot there of was. obscure stuff too. Like you wouldn't even notice. Really like there was a Homer stuff. Simpson costume. Somebody dressed up as Pie Man, which was Homer as a superhero. Yeah. But you would just on the episode, the show just throw pies and people would be like, Pie Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I like, did, holy shit. I did see the Green Man from yes. It's Always Sunny. From It's Always Sunny. Yeah. I saw that him That was pretty too. fun. Yeah, no, I don't I know how you wear that all day though. That has to get really hot, like yeah. around your face. <laughs> and the rest were Doctor Who's. Yeah, yeah. and well, everyone else was Doctor anybody Who. in a bow tie was like, "That's a yeah. Doctor Who." Yeah. <laughs> or I a did, phone booth. <laughs> I did catch a uh, a really cool Rita Repulsa though. Like her costume was like, really? Just oh really? Beautiful. It was definitely like homemade, and she was she definitely did a really good job. Actually, on no, it. I did see a really really good cosplayer, and I really really wish I stopped her and got a picture. She played uh, Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite. Identical. She had the exact costume on. She had the exact look, the same hairstyle. It was perfect, and I wish I got a picture of her because it was really, really well done. But I couldn't find her afterwards. 
I was like, they're Superman costumes, or they're, I'm going to go get a picture of that girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the nerd wins out. I'm going to Superman. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> it was it was a really good time, though. I'm looking forward Fun to going day. back. Yeah, it was an amazing experience. Definitely something I want to do again, and I know you guys do, too. So on that note, I think you've heard enough geekery, and we're going to try to get back to our normal lives. This is Jack. This is Ryan. This is Frank. And this is Corey, and you've been listening to The Only Podcast That Matters. Oh!